This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And welcome back to Grassroots Marketing. This is our coverage of the NCIA's Cannabis Business Summit 2021 being held in San Francisco as we record this today. And joining me right now is one of the speakers that is being featured speaking that spoke on a panel called Canavest, Building Brand Equity, Managing and Defending Your Brand. And joining me to talk about that and more of what's going on with his company, C3 Industries, is Ankur Rungta, the founder and CEO. Ankur, thanks for being on with us. No, thank you for having me today. My pleasure. So C3 Industries, a multi-state, vertically integrated cannabis company, is headquartered in Ann Arbor, Michigan. You offer several product brands, including award-winning cloud cover cannabis and galactic meds and a retail network, high-profile boutique cannabis. Uh, real quickly, I'd love to get your take on, uh, you know, in Michigan, you're building your own brands and building your own lines while we're still waiting for some chance to have interstate commerce, some relief to have interstate commerce available so that your product can be spread out throughout the country. Talk to me about what you've done so far, um, having the full MSL experience there in Michigan and building the brands. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, so we, you know, so we're act, active and operating today in four States, uh, Michigan, yeah. Massachusetts, Missouri, and Oregon. And I think part of our strategy while we wait to see what happens from a federal standpoint is to be uh, trying to produce uh, the same consistent, high quality branded products in all of those markets. And so in our case, uh, all of our flower concentrates, vape carts that we produce are all under our cloud cover brand. Uh, that's true in all four of those markets. And that allows us to at least start to be, be you know, get a uh, more regional or even national recognition of our products. Um, we do intend to expand to a few more states beyond these four. And so we would continue to to put cloud cover products out in those markets. Um, we're very focused on producing our products in-house, meaning we don't license our brand to third parties. We don't uh, work with contract growers or manufacturers. We really like to control that production process ourselves. And so at least in the near term or the med medium term, uh, we're going to continue to make these products ourselves in the states that we operate in. Again, it's currently those four markets, but we do intend to, to enter a few more. And then, you know, hopefully as the as the federal reform process moves forward, 
uh, we're well positioned with our brand in many parts of the country and different markets. And then ultimately, if there is a national market that emerges, you know, the hope is that we're uh, we're solidly positioned for that moment. And let's talk a little bit about where your position is. You just mentioned now you've launched your first production operation in 2018, 36,000 square foot indoor cultivation and manufacturing facility in Portland, Oregon. You've opened additional operations in Michigan and Massachusetts, and you're producing high quality cannabis across all categories in Oregon and Michigan. Also looking to launch in Massachusetts and Missouri. And you just recently opened up a 15,000 square foot facility in St. Louis, which will start operating later this month as we record. So talk about the strategizing as to which markets to go into based on the fact of if there's adult use available, medical use and the positioning of why, you know, when you're looking at, you're variously going through different time zones. There's not a whole lot of a way to, at the moment, there's no way to really cohesively, operate them together as a network but you're operating them separately and you're creating all the resources and infrastructure to build within each state yeah it's it's a little different than that i would say um we have a pretty strong corporate infrastructure our, our corporate headquarters are in southeast michigan um, we've built a pretty robust corporate uh management team um you know t- our total headcount is just under 400 currently and our corporate team is uh maybe 45 or so people and uh, and so we've got a pretty uh, centralized management and, and corporate functions um, that oversee the whole portfolio. So it's pretty cohesive, even though it's spread out geographically. And and you know the the it being spread out is is somewhat by design. We do want to be operating in different parts of the country regionally. We think, you know, to your point earlier about how do you think about building a brand nationally? I think that's part of the story is is having a presence in different parts of the country and exposing uh, consumers in those different markets to your products. Um, you know, to your other question about how we choose markets, you know, there, there's, I think, um, we historically, our, our business originally was in Michigan and Oregon. Those are very competitive open markets, you know, not limited license. Uh, obviously they're adult use as well. And so those are markets that are competitive, but if you're, you know, if you have a strategy and a defined plan, you can go in and there's a lot of revenue to be. Uh, to be earned and, and you know, you can build a sizable business and platform, even though they're quite competitive. And so that's really where we cut our teeth is in those types of markets. And so we're certainly not afraid of the competitive open markets and, and we will continue to enter them where we think it makes sense. Um, with that said, since those two states, we've now gone into Massachusetts and Missouri, and those markets have slightly different dynamics. So they're, uh, they're, Missouri has a fixed number of licenses at the state level. It's medical only, but there is an expectation that it'll go wrecked in the near future. Uh, Mass does not have a, technically have a license cap, but it's more it's more limited number of licenses for other reasons, just because it's challenging to get to get to do development in that state. And so we have migrated into some markets that are a little bit, I'd say, less competitive, and and that I think you know can be an exciting opportunity financially when you enter those markets. But as we move forward, I think it'll continue to be a mix of both open competitive rec states as well as some limited license uh, states that we'll target as well. And I, I do see where you're coming from when it comes to where early stage uh, legalization has rolled out in states like Massachusetts and Missouri and same thing with uh, and Michigan. So also uh, along with what you're doing with your own brands, one of the things you're also doing as well, which is, you know, it's very important to the whole multi-state operator uh, aspect because I really feel like and that's a question I'm going to ask about when it comes to expansion um, 
You've also finalized an exclusive licensing partnership with California's Kiva Confections to bring their edible brands to the Missouri market. And per the agreement and subject to regulatory approvals, you'll be producing their full suite of brands, which includes Lost Farm Gummies, Camino Gummies, Petra Mints, Terra Chocolate Bites, and Kiva Bars. What I want to know now is I've talked about this on the Button Business Program and uh, through Grassroots Marketing, the multi-state operator expansion and where as we're waiting for some kind of relief, whether a safe banking act or some kind of relief comes from the federal government comes into place, which I'm not thinking legalizations come into place because right now the news is they were worrying about the Build Back Better Act. They're now looking at election reform. That's what they're looking at now. So like any chance of legalization, I think that's going to get tabled until after the midterm elections, most likely. When you look at the positioning and how the chess pieces are being moved around, do you have you had uh do you feel like there's a lot of MSOs like yourself that are getting a lot of conversations being had by some larger companies or some larger investors that are wanting to prepare because you already have a good hold on four states that you could be one of those companies that a larger company might come in that might either have big alcohol, big tobacco, bucket backing that'll say, you know what, we want to work with you. We want to go and bring you into the fold and get ready for a full network a nationwide MSO ready to go in just in time for legalization. Yeah, I, I think, um, I think there are a lot of companies that are trying to prepare for that moment and are, uh, scaling pretty rapidly and entering a lot of new markets. Um, I think, you know, I think not everybody's going to go down that road. I don't think right. for us, we're, uh, we're not necessarily looking to be in, in as many, you know, in every market that we can enter. I think we want to be a little, more selective. And I think we're also uh, concerned that operationally it can become challenging to be in too many markets. Uh, and to your point earlier, when you're trying to build the infrastructure and the capabilities in all these different states, it can be challenging. Um, and so, so I think, um, I think there's absolutely people that are preparing for that moment. Um, I personally feel like uh, major steps in federal reform are still a while away. Uh, I think it's, it's been challenging enough even to get you know, very basic incremental steps done. Um, so I'm probably, you know, a little bit more conservative in how I look at the timeline and, and when these things will happen. And so certainly for companies like us, we're making a pretty big bet uh, that these state frameworks and state markets are going to continue for a period of time because, um, you know, if that changes more rapidly, some parts of our strategy, frankly, don't make as much sense. We're going to also make mention of the fact that you're going to be producing the cloud cover cannabis line now for 2022 rolling out in late 2022 you'll have concentrates cartridges and pre-rolls uh talk to me about this rollout of new cloud cover cannabis and what consumers can get to expect yeah so cloud cover i mean i mentioned this earlier we're all about you know producing really high-end indoor flower concentrates vape carts um, that's been kind of the core part of our business since we lost launched our first facility in oregon um, so we're super focused on the craft. Uh, we've got a really high quality genetic library. Uh, we build, you know, ground up cultivation facilities that are pretty high tech and purpose built. And, uh, you know, we're not jamming these things into buildings, you know, into, into buildings where it doesn't make sense. So, um, you know, we've got all the parts and pieces. We're really, I think, disciplined in our approach to that business. We've gotten a lot of great feedback for the market, um, you know, in Michigan, where we, where we have a big wholesale presence, we, uh, we did really well in the in the High Times Cannabis Cup this year. We won a bunch of awards in both flower and concentrates. Uh, so, so really, you know, excited about that product line. Um, 
we've had a lot of success with it in, in Michigan and Oregon and in mass now. Um, you know, we're in our first cultivation cycle in our Massachusetts facility. So products will be in the market there in February. Um, in Missouri, we're launching our lab now. So we'll have uh, uh, concentrates and vape carts and edibles in the market in Q1. And then our flower will be in the market um, over the summer, probably beginning at Q3. Uh, so really just excited to keep doing what we're doing in these new states. Uh, the feedback's been amazing with our products. And, and we just want to make sure that as we keep growing, uh, we're not uh, sacrificing on that approach, you know, and that focus on quality. And, and hopefully we keep getting recognition, you know, in the markets, both from consumers and, and in these competitions and in different ways. There's so much more we could talk about. And then I'm going to have to get you very on one of our other shows to can talk more. Just not just about the fact that what you've done with C, uh, C3 Cannabis, you know, working with your brother, uh, Vishal, to make this happen and then just the back you've done in terms of investment capital and what you've worked in the film industry there's so much more to go ahead and get of your story on core too much more yeah. that we can't we don't have enough time to put into this interview but we're going to bring you back on the cannabis radio to talk more and i want to direct listeners over to the website c3industries.com the letter c the number three industries.com you can learn more about Cloud Cover Cannabis, their brand, their cultivation and processing, their retail shops you can find in the four states you're placed in, which is Massachusetts, Missouri, Oregon, and Michigan. And that's a high-profile cannabis shop with 21 stores, 12 already open, nine in the works, but will be open very shortly. And Kurunta, thank you so much for being on with us. We're definitely going to bring you on back, and let's continue the story. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'd love to be back, and, and we'll chat more in the future. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.